Hi, this is Thomas Durkin, and you're listening to the Famous Cat Chronicle. This is episode 2.1. Hi, welcome back to the Famous Cat Chronicle. This is a brand new subset of episodes related to the interview that I have with John San Juan of the Hush Traps. As I might have mentioned a few thousand times in episode two, John San Juan not only is part of Chicago band The Hush Drops, which is amazing in its own way, he's also had a lot of extracurricular projects that he's been a part of that bear their own mention. So I'm going to call this subset of podcast mini-episodes the John San Juan Files, or for short, the JSJ Files. So our opening episode of the JSJ Files is going to be when John San Juan became part of the band The Web Brothers. Now, for those of you who have listened to music to any extent, the name Jimmy Webb should ring a bell. He is a wonderful songwriter based out of California who wrote a lot of famous songs in the 1960s, not to mention Wichita Lineman, Galveston, I believe, was his. So many great songs. Two of his sons were Christian and Justin Webb. They were living in Chicago in the late 90s, and they frequented a bar called Liars Club, which, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to report is still there to this very day. I recommend it if you ever find yourself in Chicago. From that involvement, they met Mr. John San Juan of the Hush Drops, and, well, things happened wonderfully. Notably, they got together, John San Juan and the Webb Brothers, and created a wonderful album that was released in 2000 called Maroon. I highly recommend it. Without further ado, here's John San Juan explaining how he became part of this wonderful album, Maroon. Take a listen. We're the Liars Club We get together to pretend that everything is fun Where everyone looks perfect and the party's never done Till we see the sun I DJed for a number of years at a bar called Liars Club and still there. Um, yeah, yeah, Herb. Hey, great bar. Um, wonderful place. Check it out. But uh, so I met them somehow through that. I met them through that, and um, and I happened to be at the time probably my honeymoon with Jimmy Webb's music was really uh, in its infancy or peaking or whatever and so it was a point of entry for us like whatever we both value the things that are in your dad's music and so we became really tight and they were living in Chicago at the time they were living in Chicago yeah okay. and it was natural like well let's let's find some way to play music together and so me the two the two of them Justin and Christian and me and Joe Camarillo so I feel like the hush shops were s- slightly inactive at the time, or it's hard to remember, you know, it's just a lot of data to try to put back together. But I remember we started doing a thing called the Sissies, and it was the four of us, and we had a few original songs that we made up and did some songs of mine and some songs of theirs. And we did a lot of covers. Undocumented band, but yeah, played shows for about a year at whatever point. Oh, they had gotten some interest 
from a friend of mine who was a publicist in England. And he was like, like, I can put together some gigs for you guys and get you some press or whatever if you want to come over here and do it. And so Joe and I went over with them and lo and behold, the gigs were hugely successful and they were a right place, right time kind of thing for them from which they generated a major label deal and and so the Atlantic record. You know, yeah, right, right. Our AR guy was the other guy from Wing Chung, the dark haired guy with a sort of crooked crooked nose. Uh, <laughs> okay. Nick. I'm sorry, Nick, if you're <laughs> but uh, you know, um this is we're strictly audio here, so I have to really spell this out. Um, oh, no, right on you know, do you want to make this record with us and be in the band and do touring and everything? And I was into it, you know. I bet you What instrumentation did you provide for them at the time? On stage, bass guitar, studio, bass guitar, and a certain amount of guitar and keyboards. Okay. Just sort of whatever, the bits that somebody else wasn't playing, I guess. Yeah. 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 Right, they recorded a song of mine. Summer of People. Yeah. Winter's over. lived on that for a little while so yeah question the the contrast between major label experience and and that was really kind of the end of an era too kind of i think right before the bottom dropped out that album came out in 98 right oh no that maroon Maroon. uh, Maroon came came out in 2000 oh okay yeah, it was yeah, recorded that was... late 99, early 2000. And yeah, you know, it was the kind of, again, the end of an era, as I say, it was we were in a residential studio at the English countryside, oh, wow. um, which is just how it used to be. You know, it was the same place that The Queen is Dead was recorded. What studio? Uh, it was called Jacob's, and it was in Surrey, and okay. I'd get up in the morning, and I'd you had to walk an hour to get to town. It was beautiful, <laughs> you know, I loved it. Yeah, I just remember being up before everyone else and partially because of jet lag, I'm sure, and just going on these long walks listening to Todd Rundgren on a Walkman. Oh, and then coming back and having breakfast and working for the day. Whatever, there's a lot of money around, you know, those conditions, and, you know, we had a big producer, all of those things. And the only thing I learned from it is that I don't think it improved the end result. I learned making that record like, oh God, you don't need a big studio and you don't need a big producer and you don't need a big budget. You can flounder with all of those resources just as easily as you can achieve greatness with nothing. That was what I came out of that with. I can't believe up recording. 
2003 titled simply The Webb Brothers. But by that point, John San Juan had moved on, focusing his attentions more on his membership in the band Ness. But that, my friends, is the focus of another episode of the JSJ Files. Thanks for listening to this one, and we'll talk soon. Thanks. One, two, three, four. That one might be the keeper.